This is Divine Mind Talks, or DMT, with me, Morgan Haig, a.k.a. Trinity, and your girl, Jessica Ortiz, a.k.a. Luna Inier. Welcome to the real reality, the higher plane, the divine mind. so happy to have you here and just be on this journey with you guys because we're all in this together yeah a hundred percent I've had I I've been thinking lately because I've been taking a good hard look at myself and I acknowledge that I am not above anyone I am not further than anyone in my journey I still have days where I just want to leave the earth and not participate yeah but we're here. Truth. And I'm here. And 99% of the time, it feels great, and I want to do it. Yeah. But I'm just so grateful because I feel like this, doing this podcast, and, and you being my friend, and having an incredible audience just keeps me accountable on my journey. Because it is easy to not want to be 100% in it all the time. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, and it's it's a big commitment. You know, and every day fluctuates. I totally feel you on not wanting to be part of this earth anymore. And it just, it's like depression and like those um, self-limiting thoughts and beliefs. Like they are like the weeds that just pop out of the concrete, you know, and they're strong and they're in there. But, you know, that's one day. Mm-hmm. And if it's another day, that's okay too. But it's definitely important to to take some inspired action. Well, the thing that's always gotten me is this this quote pops up every time I need it. But it's like, um, you're not going to have positive thoughts 100% of the time. It's positive people still have negative thoughts, but they don't give those thoughts power. Mm-hmm. It's that they are constantly working to re like override those thoughts that are limiting so it's like that's why it's like constantly constantly being vigilant because totally in line with what we're talking about today is like it your resolve can be in a cycle where you are way more motivated you're on top of your shit you're feeling super aligned and, and that can easily dip down into, I haven't left my bed for like two days and I'm not eating the best food. And it's like cycles, like everything operates on a cycle. That's just a universal law. Yeah. And I think, I mean, to be honest, there's only so much of a cycle of like being shitty that I can tolerate before I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, girl. I'm going to take a shower. Get up. Go get some fucking salad. Totally. Well, it's funny you say that because <laughs> I recently experienced like a bout of depression, but mm-hmm. that shit only lasted for like a couple days, 
Whereas it would debilitate me for months before. And so I just want to celebrate myself really quick. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, you're amazing. I just want to say how proud I am of myself because I allowed myself to feel those emotions and acknowledge them and accept them. And then I let them go because I know that they were not serving me, serving me in any way. And I didn't let them take over my the next foreseeable month. You know, like I, I felt it and then I moved on and I think that's pretty awesome because that is me right there taking control of whatever cycle I was in yes yeah and I mean it's so interesting because realizing that it is a cycle and that at any point you can move that dot from beginning to end just by paying attention to your thoughts and allowing yourself to be because i mean we're we're human we're allowed to we're allowed to feel happy we're allowed to feel you know our feelings um and i just think with the cycle like i was telling you earlier about identity like my cycle of i how i was narrating this identity since the beginning of me participating in the cannabis industry Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just became so blatantly clear on Saturday that it was time for me to pack up my bags. So to people who don't know you and don't know what you do for work, what do you do? So I, um, for the past, it's been like at least six, seven years now. Mm -hmm. I've worked in the cannabis industry, um, two different states. I originally started in California then I moved to Oregon and I fell in love with the culture and I fell in love with the possibilities and the potential but then I realized that I was starting to outgrow a lot of things Mm -hmm. and I mentioned to you earlier that I heard a quote um, that says if you can't change if you can't control your environment or change the environment change your attitude Mm -hmm. and so I thought that was serving me because I'm like okay you know I'm going to be positive and like intentional and blah 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 and then I just realized that I was hindering my ability to really thrive you know and it's not that it's um I'm not I don't feel sad or anything like that because I realize that's just an important process of like realizing that I want more out of life and I deserve more out of life and you know, sometimes you just outgrow people, places, occupations, and yeah. the ride has been real, but I'm ready for something new, and I'm ready for something bigger. Do you feel like the weed also had a hand in you wanting to switch it up? Do you feel like... What, well, what, do, you, what, what do you feel about your relationship? Well, I, I really had to examine myself because, you know, uh, for the past seven so years... I've just been consuming on the daily, like not really questioning my relationship Mm -hmm. until I really stared at myself in the mirror after I had like an emotional breakdown Saturday because just some of the realities that were going on. And I was like, okay, this is the contrast that I am observing in my reality. And it's up to me to decide what it is that I want to do with it. So the following morning, I woke up because I couldn't sleep, I woke up, anxiety woke me up, knocked on my door, wake up, time to freak out, wake up bitch, and so immediately I started praying, 
and talking to God because I was like, you know my thoughts, you know my heart. Please guide me. I'm, I'm ready. I'm willing. And in that moment, I decided that I was just going to stop everything, which is kind of interesting because I have said before and I've even thought about it and I've tried, but the commitment and the conviction wasn't there. And so I'm very thankful for this opportunity, this cycle, because it's coming to an end. Mm -hmm. And I decided that I'm going to just allow my body to rest, my mind to get clear. And it's kind of interesting because as much as I love smoking the ganja, I just realized that I'm not performing to my best. And, you know, I'm not telling anybody to stop smoking or anything like that. I'm just talking about myself and just realizing that this is a relationship that I no longer want to be a part of. Not to say that I won't, you know, want to network or like still be involved in that reality, but it's going to be in another way, you know? And so it feels good. Yeah, it didn't feel good on Saturday. <laughs> it actually hurt a lot yeah. because I was dealing with an identity crisis. Well, and that's resistance. Super resistant. When it hurts, that's because you're resisting. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you were describing that situation to me earlier, and I, you know, came at you with the notion of like people growing through love or growing through crisis Mm -hmm. like when shit hurts I feel like people are going through the tower moment and the tower is a tarot card that can be really intimidating and it basically the imagery on most decks it's like it's literally a tower but it's being struck by lightning and there's fire and there's like death and there's people falling and it's like ominous but really the tower is just like the universe is no longer holding space for you to keep being in this environment. So you can be in this environment and try to change your mindset to be positive. But what good is that going to fucking do if that's not the environment you need to be in? Yeah. It's like, so it's like you had your tower moment on Saturday. I did. A mini tower moment. Because you can still choose to grow through love. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, which is what talking to you about this outside of the podcast is what it seems like you've decided to do. Yeah, I, I decided that uh, I am. And it's interesting because I didn't realize this, but, you know, I, I definitely had some. Narr- and I still I still need to sit and meditate and process this. But now it's it's like a light bulb. Mm-hmm. I just cannot ignore that light. And and so I was just like, OK, you know what? Like, I can't wait for things to get better. I just have to pack up my bags and go, you know? And thank you so much. I appreciate everything, but I'm gonna take everything that I learned and I'm gonna use that in my new environment. And it's gonna be really good. It's gonna be so much better. And, you know, it's not no hard feelings, but it's just like, how many of us stay in a relationship? It, whether it's a relationship with another person, a work relationship, you know, weed relationship. Yeah. You know, it's just really important to examine yourself and be honest because, to be honest, for the past seven years, I was blindsided and I was caught up in the haze. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that's okay because I needed to be doing that because it all led up to this moment. And now everything feels really aligned. Like, I woke up this morning convic- with conviction that everything is figure outable, everything that's... That's one of my favorite quotes. It's by Marie Forleo. 
everything is figure out. <laughs> I love I lo- it's so positive and just <laughs> so what a funny word. <laughs> totally. And and then so I got up at five to meditate and then I, I did some yoga. I went to the gym and I told myself that I'm gonna do whatever it takes to change my narrative and to change my situation. Yeah. That's my power. Yeah. Well, so narrative sparks this in me because I wrote this down earlier. Right now, uh, astrologically speaking, we are in the middle of the uh, Venus retrograde. And it's happening. It's like Scorpio Libra flavor. Libra is like about balance and like honoring all sides. And Scorpio is about getting like deep and dirty and like down in the like the trenches of truth. And um, <laughs> and right in line with what we're talking about with cycles, it's like you you come to Earth. I'm going to use myself an example. I have decided to be Morgan Haig, and I'm from Florida, and I have these parents that don't understand me, and I went to Catholic school, and this is my narrative, and this has helped shape who, shape who I am. And, mm-hmm. and at one point, I was like, damn, fuck this narrative. This sucks. And I chose to rewrite my story, and I moved to Oregon, and I've created a lovely little life for myself that gets better every day. Yes. But this Venus retrograde is asking us a majorly important question. Why am I attracted to certain relationships? And am I tending to repeat patterns due to my narrative? And when I was living in that old narrative, I had a lot of difficulty... um, with loneliness, like trying to find friends who wanted to spend time with me. <laughs> and there's just a lot of things that I was experiencing, which I don't have any issues with out here in my new story. So it's like your narrative is really, really important because you're actively writing your story. And it's like when you're writing this chapter right now, it's like that's actually your future. So it's like we have to be, I mean, time, whatever, time isn't real anyway. So we have to like be living in like a totally different structure of time to really be ahead of the game, you know, narrative wise. And so I love what you're doing. You know, you're, you're looking for a new fit mm-hmm. and you're telling yourself all these beautiful things, you know, about whatever your new journey entails. And I love watching you and, and hearing about how you're rewriting your story to fit into what you want for yourself and i will be honest it's taken me not i don't want to say this long but like a piece to the puzzle everything has been formulated so that i can finally get it Mm -hmm. i was stuck in this narrative because when i started working in the in the industry i was like 19 oh baby yeah i was a little baby so i learned so much from my first spot and like they really taught me a lot. Like they gave me a blueprint of what it means to be a leader, mm-hmm. how to run a successful business, how to talk to people. Now, it wasn't perfect. I learned good things and I also learned bad things. Yeah. And then I, I also became aware of some of my um some of my at the time shortcomings. Areas that you can grow. Yeah. <laughs> at the time 
I was at, I was just so flustered all the time. I was a hot mess. Yeah. Didn't know how to really like vocalize or stand up for myself. And I had, you know, there's there's a lot of hurtful things that I did learn there, and that's what it started to build up those patterns. And then I had a really hurtful moment that shattered my ego. Yeah. And then things changed for me at that place, and I just felt like like a candle going out everything just changed for me and it wasn't the same anymore and they could tell mm-hmm. and they're like what's wrong and I was like you guys burnt out this star <laughs> this shit ain't working yeah it's not the same anymore and and so the ship was sinking anyways and so I left went to another dispensary and then I went to this other dispensary which brought me over here and since I've gotten here the road was rocky but it has really prepared me and it helped me in, in ways that I, I would not have imagined. But at the same time, I was still lugging the, that old baggage and those patterns that up until recently, I was able to recognize, mm. acknowledge, and now I'm releasing. Well, think about the way that you were describing your experience at the old dispensary. It sounds like you were just having emotional reactions and just feeling hurt and not growing in any way from that and like that's what I want to stress the most is like you've said this a million times but emotions are just energy in motion Mm -hmm. and so when we begin to recognize that instead of having knee-jerk reactions to shit that happens to us it is just like the most important thing you can do for yourself in that moment if you feel fucking awful because of something is what am I learning from this yeah how is this helping me to see the good in myself and others like what in what way is this helping me grow you know and it's like anything any fucked up awful thing you really can learn so much from and it just really requires that perspective and that strength on your part to remove yourself from the the first person point of view and become the observer yeah and that's something I'm still working on, but I get better at it every time. Every time I can practice it. It happened today. And a really powerful message came through to me through, um, it wasn't like necessarily a disagreement with my partner, but it was just some shit I didn't want to hear. But through that and acknowledging, well, why don't I want to hear this? Yeah. What in this is causing me to feel weird inside? Like, why and and then i was like oh this is why because you always know on the inside you always know because spirit tells you and i took the appropriate action to make myself not feel weird (laughs) and yeah it's great and you just have to open yourself up because that's how you dismantle patterns and cycles that are toxic because i can guarantee you that if you just sit down for a moment and and think about you know the people you're attracting this isn't the first time you've attracted someone like that or the the jobs you're attracting this is not the first time you've attracted a shitty job like this or situations like so it's just really like taking this and not making it logical or I guess I guess because you know we operate from our our different genders which we're going to get into more um But there's always like a dual side, which is why Libra right now is super important because Libra wants to honor all sides. 
which is like everyone is deserving. And I think one of the hardest things is for us to see other people who we perceive as awful and believe that they deserve good things. Yeah. You know, which can be really, really hard right now. It can be because it's like, how am I supposed to be Mother Teresa on people that are like getting away with assaulting and, you know, just such terrible things. But that is where the compassion, the empathy and the forgiveness needs to come in because Mm -hmm. like I said earlier we're all in this together and you know the great thing about cycles is that there's a beginning middle and there's an end but not like and then it's over or anything like that it's just the the transition into something else Mm -hmm. and you know, for a lot of us, I feel, again, we're not taking the time to get to know who we are. And we're allowing other influences to, we're allowing other people and other things, circumstances to influence us. Mm-hmm. When in reality, we get to choose how that influences in what way by asking powerful questions, you know, and I was not, you know, as we were starting this whole, like, journey of spirituality and just learning who it is that I am and what it is that I want, it's really scary to sit there and look at yourself and just acknowledge that maybe you don't, you're not in the place that you want to be, but that's okay because you're in the perfect place in that moment to realize, okay, what is my ideal my reality mm. what what goes into that who do i need to be what do i need to possess and for me i i can talk a big game but for me i i often find myself struggling with following through and so this was the kick in the ass that i needed because i realized that this is not how i want to feel on a regular basis these are not the people that i necessarily want to be around all of the time because they have their own toxic toxicity that they're working with. And unfortunately, I do gather my energy from the environment that I'm in. Everyone does. And this, these environments haven't been the healthiest. Although I've tried to have a positive mentality and a possibility mentality, I just realized that I'm just trying to fit an apple into an orange, and that's just not working. If you're not a vibrational match, you're not a fucking vibrational match. That is what it is. And when you're in that moment and you find yourself in that space of, ooh, shit, I've outgrown this, release that shit with love. That is the most important thing you can do because, again, we are not, we're no longer growing through crisis. We are growing through love. We are not having tower moments. We are not resisting when things need to change. We are honoring them and accepting them and taking the appropriate action. And that is what we are about here at Divine Mind Talks. Yes. Yes. And I want to jump into some shit we've done researched because I've read this book before. It is called The Cabalion. It is a book. It's ancient knowledge provided by uh, this character throughout Earth's divine history, a.k.a. Hermes, a.k.a. Toth, Thoth, however you want to say it. It's just this dude who shows up and helps humanity throughout various times in our consciousness. 
And way back when, in ancient times, there were secret schools where this knowledge was kept to, you know, a few hundred people who were able to handle it, whatever. But now, where we're at in the world, everyone has access to this information, and I see no reason why we should not share it, because these are literally universal laws. There are seven hermetic principles, and I think hermetics, okay, hermetics, uh, it means secret, esoteric, or occult. It refers to knowledge that is in correspondence with the conduct of the universe. So I want you to step into your your masculine brain right now, your masculine energy, and understand that there are actually laws governing the universe. And knowing that is so helpful because then you don't feel like, oh my God, this like total chaos of life, we're just in it and nothing matters and there's no rhyme or reason, but there totally is. And knowing these laws can really help ground you in that truth that there there is a way that you can navigate this world you can hack you can literally hack ah i talk about all the time like hacking the ego Mm -hmm. hacking you know the spirit hacker i think that's what shaman dirt calls himself i love that um but yeah let's jump into it oh i'm sorry um and you and i both had our favorite ones i think the first one is your favorite so jump into it so the first principle, or the yeah, the first one is called the principle of mental, mentalism, which means the universe is mental, all is mind. And for me, that really hits home because whether you have a good thought or a bad thought, ultimately, you are the one that are thinking these thoughts. Even if you're not aware of it, you need to take responsibility of just simply for the fact that you can choose one thought over another. Mm-hmm. And once you realize that it's almost like a game changer at least for me it is because i just see and i mean especially working in the cannabis industry that's really how i started seeing that um like one of the positive things about working in this industry when i first started working at the uh, my first dispensary was that i was introduced to the secret the law of attraction um my boss he gave us the book Think and Grow Rich, which Mm -hmm. talks about, by Napoleon Hill, which talks about vibration. You can have, be, and do whatever it is you want. And at the time, I was not ready to receive that message. I I didn't know, like, that, and I I can see now how people's eyes glaze over because they're not ready to receive that. It's just, it's, it's a lot of mental energy. And so all this mind embodies the idea that everything that happens has to be the result of a mental state that precedes it. So this to me just really makes me think of like, again, self-fulfilling prophecy, the law of attraction. It's just like once you can realize, and I mean, when I, you guys, I'm not saying this is a pop, this is a walk in the park because you'll be in that park and birds will be shitting all over you. (laughs) And you're like dodging them because they're just coming at you. And you're like, I didn't realize that, you know, on average, we have like, what is it? Like over 80,000 thoughts. That's fucked up. I I can't even remember the last five thoughts that I had. And you're telling me that I have over 80,000 thoughts. Now imagine if out of all those 80,000 thoughts or more, half of them have been programmed to have you in a state where you're always perceiving lack or scarcity or fear which is like 98% of humanity and <laughs> like yeah i like 
I definitely believe that when you are ready, the teacher does appear before you, you know? And like, I definitely believe that I was at the right time at the right place to have those seeds planted in my head Mm -hmm. and like a bamboo tree it took years and years before any of the information actually sank in but that didn't deter me from still trying to understand trying to grasp applying and learning because you guys here's here's the thing you learn something and then you process it and then you apply it but it's not going to be cohesive necessarily because yeah. if you've been in one state of mind for such a long time, you're going to stumble. You're going to fall. You're going to have setbacks. Yeah. That's the truth. But you don't have to stop there. You fall, get up. You fall, get up. I mean, we did that as babies. I don't know why we lost that mentality when we get older that, oh, I've fallen. I'm going to stay on the ground. Right. Woe is me. And that's why, like, this principle is just, like, to me, it's just, like, the foundation of everything other than the principle of vibration. But, like, this has been, like, key to me understanding how to take control of my own life. Like, I found this principle through Abraham Hicks, which I know we've talked about on here before. And at first, like... I think you're the one who showed me Abraham Hicks. I was like, what the fuck is this person saying? Like, I don't really understand it, but there's something inside me that like makes me want to keep listening to this. And I swear to God, it took me weeks to figure out what the message was, but it was exactly this. The universe is mental. So it really begins with you consciously creating your thoughts. Because as you said, we have an insane amount of thoughts every day all day long imagine if a fraction of those were conscious like you intentionally making those thoughts and making them good ones so it's like that's like step one you know and like that's the most important thing and i'm still on step one and that's okay yeah because i'm on step two three four five six as well nothing's linear I want to get over this idea that things are linear because that's not how the universe operates. That's just how this 3D matrix shit appears to us. But that's not true. So I I want you to, when you do have setbacks, when you do have negative thoughts, I want you to be gentle on yourself and understand that, um, you know, things are not always going to be 100% perfect because they're not supposed to be. But just be, be gentle on yourself and think better just you know i want to share an affirmation that i've been working on because of my saturday situation so good it may be true for some but it is not true for me i always prosper no matter where i am or what's going on that felt so good yeah right that felt so good just to hear it Mm -hmm. and think about because you and i had this talk when we were doing that abundance ebook by Shay Shay Luna, Shay Shay Luna, I don't know, she's amazing. But how they're talking about examine the people around you, like your friends and family, like are they operating from a lack mindset? And I'm totally around people all the time who are bitching about how broke they are. I'm broke. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it's like, and I don't feel like I'm broke. So it's like being around that type of energy where those people are speaking that into their existence, it doesn't feel so great. So right now I'm focusing on manifesting relationships in my life where the people know they're abundant and they know that they have everything they need. 
So speaking that into existence right now. Um, yes. So the next thing is the principle of correspondence, a.k.a. as above, so below, as within, so without. It means that everything... They're connected in correspondence. The macrocosm is found in the microcosm. Solar systems, societies, and life on Earth reflect the same things on a cellular and atomic level. It's just like everything is the same and everything is different. Like on a DMT trip I had one time, I had never actually received like words from it. It was always like images and feelings. But I remember I was... I smoked some on, we call it DMT Island in Florida. It's like this little island near my dad's house. And we were just sitting in the woods. We smoked our DMT and I heard all of these fucking voices in all these different languages. And they were just at once and it was so intense. And and I I came out of the trip and I was not where I was sitting before. Mm -hmm. Like I had gotten up and moved. And it literally, the only words I understood, it said, everything that is, isn't, and everything that isn't, is. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) But like, you know, it's true because, again, things are not linear. Mm -hmm. There's layers to this shit. And it's all the same and it's all different. And I definitely don't know how to elaborate anymore on that. But it is just, like, something that I'm sure you can feel yeah. inside you. And you know that it's the truth, you know? <sighs> so, oh, this is one of my favorites. The principle of vibration. Because I think this is really base-level shit, too. Just, like, mentalism. Nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates. You learned that in fucking science class in elementary, middle school. I don't know. Hopefully you learned that. But it's like everything is in a constant state of motion. So when we're like, oh, that person had good vibes or I don't know, that person had bad, bad vibes. It's because their vibration, you're literally feeling it in your vibration, like on a cellular level. It's like we all have entered rooms and have felt uncomfortable or have felt like right at home. Yeah. And that's important to pay attention to. Totally. And everything from the largest piece of matter to the tiniest of particles is at different degrees of vibration and literally this is scientifically proven every atom and molecule and everything it's vibrating constantly nothing is at rest the chairs we're sitting on they're not at rest so it's like understanding that everything is in motion energy in motion emotion is really really important because then I feel like To me, when I think of vibration, I think, oh, well, if it's moving, I can manipulate it. Like, I can move that and work with it. So it's like understanding that everything you can work with, everything you can manipulate, it's vibration. And not manipulate in, like, a negative way, but, like, in a creator way. Like, like you're a creator. Well, we, and this is, like, this has been my thing about, like, wrapping my head around this reality. Like, why we're here. Abraham Hicks talks about we're not here for the manifestation we're here for the manifesting which is very playful in nature you know because we're constantly creating without even being aware and so i just i love this principle because you can literally tap into that at any time so long as that you recognize and are conscious of that Mm -hmm. and you know 
I remember when I first started hearing and still trying to understand this, I didn't really get it. I was like, why isn't this more widely available? And I, even though I do think everybody should know this, I mean, we live in the, the times of today. You can literally, if you're curious about something, you can literally look it up. But this is what, this is what I'm getting at. There are a lot of veils and some people are so, they're clinging on to old beliefs and traditions that are just pretty much dying out. Old paradigm shit. Mm-hmm. It's done. Yeah. And, and the more that they cling on to it, the more that they resist, the more conflict and turmoil that just seems tower. to manifest. Tower. Yes. You're going to have a tower moment. If you don't let go of shit, you're going to have a fucking tower moment. And tower moments are uncomfortable and they don't feel good. And they literally force you into a new place that you vibrate with violently. Yeah. It, a tower moment can be traumatic. Definitely. And it doesn't have to be. So right now I'm talking to you, whoever's listening to this, grow through love. Choose the vibration that is there for you. Don't have a fucking tower moment. You don't need to. That's old paradigm shit. Anyway, back to the principles. (laughs) The principle of polarity, everything is dual. Everything has poles. So this duality, like, and it, it can seem a little intimidating, like, I'm thinking about one artist in particular, um, Brooke Candy. Super, like, her music and her music videos trip me out, but she's so tell good. Tell me, tell him, tell him Yes, <laughs> yes, that's me. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I um, have been watching some of her, her videos and stuff, and, like, she's so good at depic- depicting duality, whether it's orchestrated by her or, like, who knows like her her agents or like whatever like yeah. i don't know if she's like the sole creator of all of that because uh-huh. the imagery is insane and like the the theme of duality gender like yeah she, she does do gender play yeah and lot, it's yeah. it's just it's really interesting because like things like that can seem scary if you allow your mind to be intimidated by that which you don't know or understand mm-hmm. but if you just take the time to do a little research and understand that polarity means that the extreme opposites are actually the different degrees of the same thing take temperature for an example heat and cold aren't distinct entities or phenomenon but the same thing their only difference lies in the matter of degree and that's so crazy like that right there blew my mind yeah that is some shit because you really like you know when you're like sweating balls in like the middle of summer and you're like taking four hot showers a day in the middle of winter like that shit feels real different it does that feels like total opposites but i think polarity is really fascinating because it's basically saying like no 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 this is the same shit it's just on opposite ends of the spectrum it's a coin yeah, and I feel like that really helps me settle into that masculine brain where it's like that reason and that logic and not having that knee-jerk response to things. It's like, it's more of the understanding. That's why I think these principles are really important because they help us put... Perspective? Perspective, yeah. It gives us a new logical perspective on how to tackle dealing with the universe because... The Bible is not a fucking handbook, and there's technically no real handbook, (laughs) you know, for all of this, and so people are just trying to figure it out. So, 
yeah, the, the principle of polarity is super important. And same with the principle of rhythm. Everything flows in and out. Everything has tides. All things rise and fall. And this is right in line with cycles and patterns. Because when I think of rhythm, I think of music. When I think of the tide and everything and, and how that goes in and out, I think of the moon. I think of water. I think of all of the different cycles in existence that we're operating on and within. And there's rhythm between every pair of opposites and or poles. So playing off of polarity. So they're not in discord when you think of hot and cold. There's a harmonious feeling to those. You can't have one without the other. We wouldn't know cold if we didn't know heat. Yeah. So there's a rhythm that operates between them and rhythm is such like a it just like it feels so good to say like I feel like my body is just like rhythm of life. Yeah. Feels totally. Good. Rhythm is the force that enables transition from one pole to another. After every success, there's always going to be some fucking failures. For every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. And we need to introduce more rhythm into our lives. Yes. Because when we embrace that dance from one pole to the next, then it becomes a beautiful journey. Then it's not like this like horrible, like tumultuous thing where it's like, oh God, I gotta go from hot to cold. It's like I can just like dance my way from hot to cold, you know? And that's perspective and I think rhythm is really, really important. And I think we all need it. Yeah, absolutely. And if yeah. you say you got no rhythm that you're affirming to yourself that you got no rhythm because that is a lie everybody yeah. is born with rhythm we're just taught it's true to restrict that so that brings us to the principle of causality so for that principle every cause has its effect and every effect has its cause so in principle be the cause not the effect be proactive act or be acted upon being the cause means that you are the master instead of the victim. This is so important. This is the law of polarity. Change your polarity with the power of your mind and free will. And free will to me, I mean, I've I've been I have been meditating on free will and I've just been thinking like that's like your golden ticket because it just gives it gives you permission to think whatever you want. To create whatever you want. Totally. If you want to destruct yourself, kill yourself. If you want to create a new invention that alters the life of everybody on this planet. Like you can literally do, be, and have whatever you want. That is free will. And once you can harness that mental like magic, it gets easier and easier for you to recognize where you can hold your power and realize when people are trying to take some of that you know because like we've talked about this before energy vampires and just people who just don't care mm -hmm. and they're just you know miserable and they want to bring you down with them they'll bring anybody down and so be proactive you can master whatever it is that you want but again with like we've been talking this is like a journey and you're gonna stumble and it's it's a muscle that's okay it's a muscle and you know 
you got to learn how to exercise your brain power. Yeah. But I think the most important thing about this principle is that there is a hundred percent without a doubt going to be an effect from whatever cause, whatever you environment or situation you've created. Yeah. So that's super important to remember. Accepting the consequences of your actions is something most of us have learned from a very young age, and it can be really, really hard to do. Mm-hmm. But at this point in our lives, in the new paradigm, I urge you to accept the consequences of your actions and to make more conscious decisions because, again, there are going to be effects from whatever decision you make. And you know again with the free will like we are just so lucky to be on this planet in these incredible vessels that allow us to create whatever life that we want and we need to operate from that understanding that whatever we decide to do is going to have something come of it and then we are moving on to the in my one of my favorites and most controversial especially in this 3D reality is the principle of gender. Now, gender is in everything. Everything has masculine and feminine principles. Does he need the blanket to calm down? He's a little baby like that. Shit, baby. Good night. So everything, everything has gender. And I've posted something about this before. And I feel like this person that follows me that is non-binary made this like sub post to me about how like we need to be mindful about gender and like telling people to embrace their masculine or telling people to embrace their feminine and i want to tell you that this principle of gender is not 3d it's not linear it it manifests in all planes of existence so the feminine is more when i think of feminine i think of a circle i think of intuition magic emotional depth Creativity. Creativity, yeah, creating. When I think of masculine, I think of squares. I think of finite endpoints. I think of logic. I think of action. Yeah, I think of fire. Yeah, feminine is water. Um, When I think of masculine, I think of implementing structures. And now we need both of those things. And everyone, no matter what gender identity you identify as on this plane of existence you possess that creativity and intuition and magic and you also possess that structure and that action-oriented nature and the ability to use logic and reason and so i want us to stop viewing the principle of gender as a binary thing because it is literally an energy energies that exist in everything on every single plane of existence so it's not me being insensitive and telling someone who doesn't identify as any gender to identify as both these genders right now 
it's telling you to embrace that energy that is deep inside your spirit that I know that you feel. <laughs> it's like you can, it's old paradigm shit. You can only try to live in that for so long, but we are transcending that. So I encourage you to, if you feel like you're more feminine, embrace your masculine. That's what I've been working on the past two years because I've always felt incredibly feminine in my response to the world and that's a beautiful thing to be in touch with that but I also need to be just as in touch with my masculine side because you can have intuition and magic all day long but if you're not taking the appropriate action to apply that in this realm then what fucking good does it do anyone yeah and you know I I was just as I was listening to you I was just thinking about my tendencies to want to people please so today I was asked a question about whether I wanted to to help out at work with something and there was a part of me that wanted to say yes to like people please and to appease but then the masculine in me said this fuck no I don't want it yeah and you know immediately I I surprised myself because I didn't know I was going to say that but I was honoring what I felt inside and it, it's not what I wanted. And it's, it's just, no. <gasps> that was bratty. Yeah. Stop, shush. <sighs> my son, my son. But it just, it, I felt really proud of myself for walking away and just being true to myself. Um, I'm not saying that you need to go around saying fuck you and fuck this, but it's just like honoring that masculine side of me that would not have wanted to say that. And like, it's taken me some time to really like reconcile and acknowledge and infuse that that masculine side of me. And I don't even think up until recently I was really like even in tune with my femininity. I was just kind of a hot speck of a mess. Mm. And so through this awareness, like it has really helped me just learn to be more authentic. Yeah, 100%. Because when you're accessing both those sides, you have access to your polarity you have stepped into the motion of rhythm you know you are embracing the vibratory nature of everything and the correspondence that comes with that and then you're consciously making that mental decision to integrate both of those into your body of work that you're producing in this lifetime and a really great visual for the masculine and feminine is yin and yang. Oh, We've yeah. all seen that. You know, my my mom and my stepdad, who frankly don't believe in any of the things that I talk about, they both have yin and yang tattoos on them. What? Which is really funny to me. Because although they deny the things that are in their nature, they literally have it tattooed on their bodies. So it's like we all possess that, and that's powerful, right? It's like yeah. unconsciously they've put that on their bodies. It, it just, it, it's really funny to me. That tickles me. Totally same. <laughs> totally same. Because when my mom threw out the tarot cards that I bought for my sister, all I could think was, "Bitch, you got a yin and yang tattooed on you. Like you are so, you're so <laughs> tapped into the universe. You don't even know it. Pisces oh, head ass. Shit. Yeah, but so 
totally recommend looking up the seven hermetic principles because they will help give you that rhyme and reason to this existence which i know can be really really helpful especially when life just seems to be crazy and just happening at you so take that with you google it it's really really easy just google the seven hermetic principles you can even watch youtube videos on it yeah oh totally totally i learned way more from watching and listening to youtube videos and i do from actually reading things are you more of a visual person i i would say i like to i like to have it verbally told to me and physically see it and then be able to put that into action immediately so when things give me like when they show me it and they're telling me about it and then they give me something to apply it then it resonates and it sticks with me so it takes me well, I didn't do so well in school when I was younger because a lot of it's just like book reading and that does not help Stimulate, me at all. No, yeah. I don't I don't have the attention span for that shit. Yeah, yeah. Feel that. Totally. Um next we are moving into cycles, patterns, and the yugas. Yugas, that sounds yugas. delicious. Yeah, right? <laughs> sounds so good. <laughs> Uh, they are very delicious. It is, I believe it's a, a Hindu, a principle from Hinduism. And, I mean, again, you know, we've been discussing it throughout this episode, but, like, cycles are so prevalent. And just a few examples, the lunar cycle again. Life and death, for instance. People are dying. People are being born. People are living their lives from birth to death. And it happens again. You know, that's just, like... A major thing that that happens as humans you know um, our menstrual cycle the menstrual cycle that's why being a woman is it, so magical it's so magical because you're like tapped into the moon because i know i get my period like right by the full moon yep yep like two days before maybe on it you know um seasons are mm-hmm. a fucking cycle night and day is a cycle the tides are a cycle you know, um, you wrote consumer cycles and financial, which is totally real. Yeah. Like, I mean, right now we're entering the holiday cycle. Totally. Ugh. Consumer consumerism, you know, we got to spend our money on shit to buy other people so that we can affirm our place in their hearts. Um, you know, um, the cycles of friends, the, destruction, the cycles of destruction and rebirth. There are these archetypes that just keep manifesting throughout our whole existence and every facet of it. And then that brings us to the yugas. It's Y-U-G-A. And basically the yugas tell us where we are and where we are going in a consciousness sense. And these cycles operate in like hundreds of thousands of years. And I believe that they... um, not all of them are the same length of time, but right now we are entering into the the no, 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 the Dwapara Yuga. We are in ascending cycle. Our consciousness is raising. Whereas before we were in the Kali Yuga, which was like a time of low consciousness. People are not treating themselves right. They're not treating other people right. They're putting terrible things into their bodies. They're speaking and and just doing awful things in the world. And and right now we're transitioning out of that. 
So this is like a really, really important time in humanity because although we're not going to be at like whatever, the golden age, like the peak of everything, right now we're laying the foundation for our ancestors to be in that beautiful time and space for hundreds of thousands of years. So yeah, the work you're doing right now is super important. You are setting up your ancestors for success if you are doing the legwork and healing your familial trauma because we all have trauma that we've inherited from our ancestors and you can literally stop the cycle of pain in one generation by healing yourself yes that's so beautiful and so powerful totally and so when we're on this uptick in consciousness it's just so 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 important to be gentle on yourself in your journey to support yourself fully in a place of love because if you don't do that for yourself no one else is going to fucking do that for you in the way that you need and it's just like just go for it understand that there are universal laws and that you totally have the ability to transmute your situation into something far greater you definitely have to be willing to get uncomfortable first because what has been in place has always been in place and you need to actively disrupt that and you know you again you got to figure out what's going to work for you and what's not and it's all a trial I don't want to say trial and error it's just a trial period Mm -hmm. you know because you just got to figure out what might work for you might not work for me and that is okay so long as we're both doing the best that we can Mm -hmm. to heal ourselves Mm -hmm you know and there's nothing more beautiful than acknowledging that someone while you may be on the same healing journey you're going to take different paths it looks totally different yeah and we and we all have different you know different mindsets and different healing you know things that we all need to rectify within ourselves but i i definitely feel that now more than ever we're being invited to embrace the contrast and just ask more of ourselves you know because you know we do things for other people because they expect and they want more out of us and we will do it like that for them no questions asked we'll even endanger our health our well-being for these people but we're not willing to do that for ourselves Mm -hmm. and that makes me a little sad and i say that because i was that person no more totally we're growing through love we are no longer growing through crisis and again i just want to mention where we are astrologically and even if you don't listen to this before november 16th when the venus retrograde is over this is just really important work that you can do on yourself at any time to examine on your growth to examine your growth um we are investigating ourselves through our relationships and that is always a really powerful way to learn about yourself through the eyes of other people because you don't have to accept necessarily how they see you but it can definitely be a window into what you're putting out into the world Um, whatever we haven't mastered will be brought into our current relationships so just pay attention to what's happening, where the discord is, and what you can do about it. You know, Libra is all about honoring all parties. So I know it can be really difficult right now with everyone feeling the rage that they're going through. And I don't think that 
being angry right now is wrong in any way but once you have released that from your your energy I really urge you to see how other people are deserving and honor that they are also spirits having a human experience and also another majorly important thing which everyone talks about but it looks totally different for everyone is self-care right now take the best care of yourself and i i'm gonna say this every episode come to yourself with a space of of course like when i got upset earlier because of some shit my partner said to me i said okay of course you feel weird about whatever was said and then i once I got over that, this is how I feel about it, then it, I was able to examine the situation for what it was, and it was a moment for me to utilize a space of growth. Beautiful. Right now, we are not doing any superficial shit. We are connecting deeper and more authentically in our emotions. We are reevaluating our emotions and desires, and we are paying attention to why are we attracted to certain relationships? What cycles are we in? Why are we repeating patterns? Take care of yourself. Pay attention to who's around you. Pay attention to your relationship with everything. Because right now, our hearts need the most care and love. So we need to be filling up our cup with that self-love so that we can really give that to the rest of the world. But again, if you're mad, that's okay. Be mad. Feel that. But don't let that rule you and be willing to let it go at some point. And that goes for any emotions, whether you're feeling sad or depressed, angry, feeling crazy, just feel it. It's super, super, super important. We don't do spiritual bypassing. We acknowledge, accept, and let go. Mm Mm-hmm. Acknowledge, accept, and let go. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There is this really amazing man. His name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. And um, he said this one quote that really fucked me up, and I'm going to share it. Your thoughts and feelings come from your past memories. If you think and feel a certain way, you begin to create an attitude. An attitude is a cycle of short-term thoughts and feelings experienced over and over again. Attitudes are shortened states of being. If you string a series of attitudes together, you create a belief. Mm. beliefs are more elongated states of being and tend to become subconscious when you add beliefs together you create a perception your perceptions have everything to do with the choices you make the behaviors you exhibit the relationships you choose and the realities you create Mm. and this is from his book called you are the placebo making your mind matter what's his name Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. That's fucking awesome because I'm all about taking ownership of your existence on this planet. No, at an unconscious level, we did not ask to come here. Yes, on a conscious level, we did ask to come here. So let's take ownership of our space and this planet and make something of it. Um... So Joe Dispenza, I really love this man because he he's like walking proof that your your mind 
matters. So this man got involved in a horrific accident that pretty much left him immobile. And they told him that he's probably never going to walk. And so that really fucked him up, you know? And, and so he started thinking, like, well, what can I do? Because I don't, I don't accept that, mm-hmm. that belief, those opinions that they're telling me. There's got to be another way. There's got to be something else. And so he didn't, he really couldn't move. Like the physical therapy was very slow, but he made a pact with himself. If he could figure out a way to come out of this, he would do whatever it took and then run with it. And so what he started doing was reprogramming, reprogramming his mind. And so what he would do, I mean, he really couldn't move around a lot. So he would visualize the reconstruction of all of his discs. In like in in his mind, he held a 3D image. And another thing about this guy is he operated his own. He had his own chiropractic practice. Mm. So he knows a lot about like your body and spine and stuff. And the real and then something amazing really started happening. Within a month, after being told that he was never going to be able to walk again, he was like in physical therapy, walking and like doing these things and his recovery was so baffling and so miraculous that when he was up to speed and like everything was all good he looked around to see if there was anything in medicine anything in science that could vocalize put into words what it is that he had gone through like how he was able to do that and then he realized that there wasn't really anything at least mainstream you know and that pretty much changed the course of his life and the reason why I'm sharing this story is because while it may be uncommon to think that you can change your reality or even know how to do it, there are other people that are are accessing this without being told. Yeah. Because they're determined to find another reality somehow, some way. And I think that is kind of like intuitively a gift. When shit hits the fan, something like kicks in like your second win and your desire to like want to have a different life because you're like i'm tired of this i'm tired of feeling tired tired of feeling sick tired of being broke trying to i'm tired of being a joke that's true and i think that's right in line with what i was thinking about the the dwapara yuga because we're in ascending consciousness right now like, we're actively receiving downloads from the universe. Like, the universe is hooking it up. So keep yourself open, and you will receive that information like Joe did. Like, that didn't come from nowhere. That came from spirit, because he was open to the information, and he literally, like, I seriously feel like this shit is a computer game or, like, a matrix, because I feel like programming and download is just, like, such an active part of, like, our our lives now yeah like downloading information in your spirit and rewriting your programming rewriting your narrative yeah <laughs> just like you know just major thing just keep yourself open so you can receive those downloads and that's what we're literally right now in this retrograde and in this new moon because we're recording it on a new moon right now um keep yourself open especially on new moons and full moons Keep yourself open to whatever information you're downloading. Yes. It's super important. Like, 
your consciousness is going to be rising regardless. So you might as well make it easier for yourself. Absolutely. Don't have a fucking tower moment. <laughs> no more tower moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Right now, I'm trademarking. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no more fucking tower moments. I want you to. That's okay. I want you to tell yourself no more tower moments. No more tower. I'm growing through love and not crisis. Yes. Yeah. Write it. Write that down on a post-it. Put it on your phone. You know, you need to literally brainwash yourself. <laughs> yeah. But in the good way. In a good way. In the way that you want to that allows you to take your power back. Absolutely. And that's why we're here. We are here to help you take your power back. Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. We yeah. need that. Well, I feel like I just want to let y'all know that you are amazing and we're so lucky to have you on this planet there is literally no one like you you are so special you came here out of all of the million little sperm and all of the eggs and it created you and you you are here we need your gifts we need your talents we need your love we need your strength we need your devotion because you have everything you need inside you and we just want to help you unlock it because you have that you have that power you do and you know it's such a beautiful feeling when someone can look at you and recognize that there's greatness that lies within especially if you got used to looking in the mirror and telling yourself that you're worthless yeah you know and it just takes a new pair of eyes to just remind you that you are beautiful and perfect as you are and you're in the right place to do what you need to to make those changes. You know? And if no one has told you that before, take it from us now. You are perfect, whole, and complete, and we need you and we love you. So thank you so much for being here. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being on this crazy ride that we're still trying to figure out and navigate because it's bumpy and then it's calm and then we got all over the place, but I wouldn't want to have it any other way. We're all in this together. All in this together. Maybe not that.